Hello. Yo. What up, fool? Is that Sam, Bass, and Ryan? It is. Gang's all here. Yeah. So, Ryan, I hear I hear you got a new dog. I did. <laughs> I, uh... Why are you already laughing? Because <laughs> cause your dog is half poodle, half Labrador. And all I picture is some little poodle mounting some huge Labrador. Because your dog... Your dog... <laughs> Your dog looks like a Labrador, but it has, like, little pieces of poodle fur all over it, right? It's not little pieces of poodle fur. It's not like, <laughs> it's like, like, when, on. It's not like when Cartman wanted to grow a beard and he taped pubic hair on his face. That's what it looked like, that <laughs> picture you sent me. Well, are you crazy? I sent you four pictures. All of them look like a, a lab with little chunks of poodle hair glued to it. Is that what you're saying? All of my pubic hair. <laughs> Abe, yeah. open that picture again. I mean, it's it's clearly it, it looks like a giant poodle. Let me take Abe, a look. Abe is painting a very wrong picture. Let me take a look. No, again. I mean, you're making this dog sound like a derelict. Okay, you're right. Like, I'm sorry. I, I had a different vision in my head. Now I'm looking at it. You're right. It, it looks yeah, like no, a big version like, of. Oh, you're right. It looks like a big poodle. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> the code is consistent. You're right. You know what's funny? Until I just looked at these pictures right now, I thought it was just like a dog with like little pieces of poodle hair glued to it. Hey, that's just, like that is your existence. That is what people don't understand. Like when it's frustrating to be around, it's like Abe has the evidence in front of him, and as soon as he saw it, he just created what he wanted yep. it to be. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Because all I've been thinking about, because you know, I saw those pictures obviously when you when you sent them to me, and now every time I think about that dog, I think about a dog with pieces of poodle hair glued to it. <laughs> what a hideous creature! I, I mean, who would even let that thing into its house? Like, why would you glue the poodle hair? It wasn't. It didn't have. You wanted a half poodle, so you started gluing poodle hair to it. And then you sent out a glamour shot. It's a hundred percent lab, but it's. It's a poodle in post-production. It is adding some poodle. <laughs> but it's, you know what's funny? The dog is much more handsome now that I'm looking at the pictures a second time. It's actually a handsome dog. Because, Abe, let me add, you, your other impression was, you asked me if I knew which parent was the, the poodle and which was the lab. Yeah. Because in your head, you had a picture, a picture of a poodle wearing a Gitter Dunn hat. <laughs> In the lab. <laughs> but no, honestly, no, it's no wait. wonder that the dog is more handsome now. I mean, before you, you had this like white trash, just mismatched sex partners going on. But honestly, know. you're okay. So your dog, let's say the father was a poodle and, and the mother was a Labrador. Isn't that like the, you ever see the rednecks where the father is super skinny and small and the woman's just some huge slob? Yeah, that's like most. Hillbilly couples, isn't it? Yeah, I think, was it your brother who said that, Ryan? Or, or no, I think it was my friend Joe. He said, rednecks only come in two sizes, either humongous or super skinny and frail. <laughs> they do. But, but pretty much all the women are huge, right? Redneck women are usually huge, and, and they're always with those super skinny, super tan guys, or at least their arms are super tan, because they always wear a cut-off shirt and a get-her-done hat. That's how I picture the parents of your dog, just fucking like that. <laughs> this dog is... By the way, I just want to add, too, because I, I was reluctant. We had uh, the dog for probably a week and a half, two weeks, before I decided to tell you guys. Oh, really? Yeah, because... 
Oh, because you might have, like, all, got we, rid of it or something if it didn't fit in the well, family? Yeah, but more than that, which, that was why I didn't tell anyone else, but with you guys, it's because I had to figure out how to tell you that his name is Prince. Because he's your favorite artist, right? No. And even if it was, I just... <laughs> well, I thought you guys are such assholes. Well, wait, did you question how to tell us or Abe? Mainly Abe, but all of you. <laughs> I was thinking like, Sam and I would, weren't going to judge you like Abe does. I know, but if I was going to tell... So the way that I would break the name Prince to you guys, you know, if I really wanted to take great care, I, if his name was like Elton John or something, I would, here's what I would do. I would tell... <laughs> that would be better. That, that's a good dog name, actually. Elton? I'm serious. Because if I tell each of you individually, it kind of like, it's even footing. But if I'm like to the group, hey, here's my dog, Elton John. I'm just like, <laughs> it's like a lamb to the slaughter. You do know, though, that dogs don't know their name, right? They just know the sound. So you could change his name that. to like, like <clears throat> re- rinse or hints or, you know what I mean? Why would you call it rinse if you didn't like rinse? <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to keep Prince, so you obviously like the name for it. Let me ask you this, Ryan. When you first started calling him Prince, did you feel a little bit odd? Because I could tell you were a little <laughs> uncomfortable with the name. Honestly. Did you, did Personally, you I'm not. Between Laura and I, we are not. Uh, we have no reservations of calling him Prince. Prince. I just know you guys, and I just know how a, again, perfect example is the image he had of this dog. Like, me just prancing around the house saying, Prince, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> with your, with, with, especially when you wear glasses where you always look like you're like half asleep. You know what I'm talking about? When you, when you're, yeah, when, when I you have, have them on right now. Like when you have, what is it when you have an eye infection or whatever you wear them? <laughs> yeah, conjunctivitis. <laughs> what do I always say to you, Ryan? That you look, not, not disgusting. What, I, I mean, the, the the worst time was when you asked me if I was going to do the whole show in my glasses because <laughs> you didn't like looking at me with my glasses on because <laughs> I look sick. Oh, that's what uh, it was. That's you look sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had an eye infection and I was putting in contacts in the radio station bathroom because Abe didn't like looking at me. Did he mean, did he mean you look like you're actually ill or, or you're making him sick? No, no, like what, ill. No, ill. Like, okay. I shouldn't be out of bed. And it's, okay. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's one of those deals where you don't really, it's like when your parents said they're mad at you, you'd rather have them be mad than disappointed. Abe wasn't, like, harping on it, but he planted just enough seed for that to never leave my head. <laughs> the entire time, all I was thinking about was, like, oh, he's so disappointed. It's kind of like when Sam, when, Sam, when Sam came to the studio with that, like, you know, the freshman college girl jogging outfit on and his hair wasn't fixed and he had glasses oh, on. The dry hair. Yeah, the yeah, dry the hair. Day. He, he took off of work and decided to tough it out for the show. <laughs> 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 it's like, the, the door was always locked and, and I remember he let us all in barefoot. Yeah. Like at, at, in a studio, you know, a place of employment. And <laughs> it was just... And, oh, and, 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 and when you when you come somewhere with dry hair like that, you're doing it on purpose <laughs> to get sympathy, right? No, you're doing you're doing because you're really sick. When you're sick, you're not worried about your hair. Oh, when you're when I you're sick, you can't. Yeah, you can't put a hat on or put, just take a, a take a little uh, Paul Mitchell cream and just rub it through that hair. <laughs> I honestly don't have a hat. You don't a hood, a hoodie, <laughs> a hood. 
<laughs> that, yeah, would look, that would look worse. That'd be like a leper. Dry hair is, is definitely like a, like poison in the water. It is. There's well, no reason to have dry for, hair. For a person who never has dry hair. Yeah. Like when Bass yeah. when Bass is sick or when he's unshowered, he always has like a centimeter of hair on his head. Like he didn't shave his head that day. <laughs> And then vacation hair. Yeah. And then and then his, and then for some reason his forehead is always red. Like he's, that's just being bald. That's being bald. What's that base? So that's just being bald. That doesn't have anything to do with being sick. That it, it, it looks like you like fell asleep um like in, in your car with your head on the dashboard and then you and then and then and then and then, and then the sun and then the sun woke you up. That's how you look. Getting woken up by the sun. Yeah. And you're only it's your your neck is always wet and then <laughs> ugh, there's no more disgusting you know, my neck way to be is always wet? If you get woke up by the sun, your neck will be wet when you wake up. Not just you base, everyone. Yeah, not you base, me, Ryan, everyone. Okay. My neck doesn't get wet from the sun. <laughs> My neck gets wet. Okay. Base, have you, um, base, base, if you ever fell asleep and, and, and you wake up and it's hot in your apartment and then the sun's shining in, don't you wake up and you're wet from sweat? <laughs> I do, but I don't think my neck is wet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Only my crotch is wet from pissing myself. But that's but that's <laughs> just called Tuesday. That's just called Tuesday morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Bates. I, I really this is a serious question. Do you like uh, what's your regimen? No, and I, I swear to God. And here's why I ask. And that's why I said it's vacation hair. <laughs> I was on a cruise with, and Bob Surratt happened to be on the cruise and it was a two week cruise and by the end he hadn't he hadn't done one thing to his appearance and it was like <laughs> he didn't have an impressive beard or facial hair but he didn't shave once and it just he looked he looked like he was very very sick <laughs> and <laughs> like Tom and Hanks I could tell, like Tom Hanks in Philadelphia tell, right <laughs> Not that bad. He wasn't covered in lesions. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> at some point in Philadelphia, Tom Hanks stopped shaving. Yes, right. No, you're right. And I guess to bring it full circle, he did look like he had patches of poodle hair glued to his face, <laughs> like your dog <laughs> friends. But basically, what's your? I was. I got. I always. Every time I see Bob Scott, I'm like. I always think about his his beard maintenance like what's your head maintenance base what's your routine you shave it every day no i don't even i, I won't even touch it for about maybe once a week and that's about it oh everything the head face everything i won't touch it for about a week uh, and, and how I'm, bad is it what you to watch over how bad is it on that seventh day i mean like what is that, it, is that, it that, that seventh day is when i look in the mirror and i cry a little bit i go i really am bald There's all you, you, you don't right see now. paul giamatti in the mirror when you look on that seventh day no i <laughs> I kind of look and I go, oh my god! I can't believe none of it's coming back. This is horrible. Yeah, how does that base, feel? If you, if you really, base, if you really let it go, how much hair would you have? Like, where would the hair come out of? Would you would you it have would like? Be, it would be would identical to Okay. Would you, you do, do that, base? On top. Yeah, the, the top is gone. There's like that little line that's kind of in the back part. <laughs> then there's the giant gaping baldness in the back, <laughs> and then just like the, the hawk will around the corner. Base, wait, like how much hair in the front? Oh, no hair in the front, no hair in the back, but just like the little 
strip in the middle for no reason, like that Homer Simpson thing. <laughs> and then no pretty much just pretty much George Costanza. So it's he. Base, we talked about this before. Would you? How much money would it cost for you to grow your hair like Hulk Hogan? Hey, this, I swear to God, dude, I was just going to ask that. I was just going to ask. Because <laughs> we never, how much we, we never how followed much up on it. I, how much I, do I, we I, have what, to pay what, what, Well, all I got to do is grow it out, so it wouldn't cost me much. Because, Ryan, I remember now, when we originally asked him to do this, it was before his wedding. So he's like, <laughs> I can't do it before the wedding. I need the wedding pictures to look good. So now here we are, base in May, you know, like well, six I months am, after I, the wedding. I, I, I am married, comfortable, and having a kid, so we can start this right now. Okay. What color is your hair? Is it all, is it all gray now? Do you have gray? Wait, face. Do you, I'm sorry, babe. Wait, face. Do you have gray hair? <laughs> I, I would imagine. I'm saying some grays in my beard. I'm, I'm assuming my head would. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Gray. If they said all gray hair. <laughs> better would be. Would you have more clips of face? I think even better would be. Have is gray. Jet black. Jet black. I want to see face with like eight inches of jet black hair. Hey, you know? <laughs> If you wore like a little hand, you could tie it up in the back. The little, the yeah, little, uh, little ponytail might look good. Honestly, I would never do that. Let's see what the golf. Base, if I rem- yeah. base, if I remember correctly, when I told you to shave your head, I believe you had dirty blonde hair mixed with some kind of like, like <laughs> apricot <laughs> colors of it. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it was a dirtiest blondish hair. That's about right. But wasn't, wasn't there like some kind, like a pinch of like apricot? Yeah, like blood, like bloodberry or something. Well, I, I don't know if I would actually identify it as apricot, but yes, yeah, for the latter call. Hey, babe. I, let me let me let me throw out another way to do this. Instead of just saying you have to grow it out until you look like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> could we? I mean, would you be open to listen, to hearing us out? We don't have to decide right now, but, like, to, to small increments, like, I don't know, like $500 for three months, and then we assess, and we can, <laughs> we can like, do it in three-month installments if you're still willing. Yeah, we can, like, you double down, or you just, or we, 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 we fold our hands. Exactly. Well, I, will, I, will, I will definitely not touch my hair for three months for free. Really? All right, cool. Yeah, let's try it. Are you really going to do that, Pace? Yeah, why not? Because after the three months, we're going to dye a blonde and make you wear a bandana. Well, that's the part where the money might come in. Okay, so that, that's, that's okay, okay. So that's what we'll do. That's fair. Let's make that agreement. Each of us will. Let's just make it a sweeter deal for you, base. You don't cut your hair for three months, okay? We'll each throw in one hundred and seventy-five dollars. You're making an extra twenty-five dollars, and then in order to get the money, you have to dye it blonde and wear a bandana. And let's no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Each of us gets to pick, like, a style and do it that way. So Abe is the Hogan, the blonde with the bandana. I want to do Jet Black, and Sam can, you know, take I a want turn to do all gray. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gray? Just gray and long. Gray. Yeah, gray, let's like the Crypt. Where's let's see what it looks like? I want, like, Chris, Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> like the Crypt Keeper, right? <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> oh, God, I want to the lab <laughs> Holy shit! So we, all, we all get to live one. We all get to role play one fantasy. Like I want to do Back to the Future with Base, where he's where he's um, uh, Doc Brown. Yeah. yeah, we have to go Back to the Future. Yeah, it'll be it'll be beautiful. We're going to be on the road. 
And then we'll be and, and able, able be under the Giants bench Hulk Hogan. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll each supply we'll each supply the outfit. Like Sam will have the lab coat. Ryan will have um I'm gonna get the Seagal Gee. The what? <laughs> the Steven Seagal Gee. <laughs> I have a Cobra I have a Cobra Kai Gee. Base could just be Terry Silver from Karate Kid Three. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we all get to film one scene, base. Only one scene? Uh, that, that sounds fair. One scene. This is awesome. We got to work out the details of this off the off the uh, off the line. Yeah, I mean, I really want to do this, base. I know. All right, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I won't touch you for three months. See what it looks like. It's like everyone who has the hockey playoff beards. Base is growing the uh, ponytail, like the playoff ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> It might look good, honestly. It might look really good. It'll be pretty embarrassing at work to tell people that the reason I'm growing it out is so my friends can see me looking like Hulk Hogan. Hey, no more, <laughs> no more embarrassing than people saying they're growing a playoff beard. That's embarrassing. Yeah, but at least, but at least you're doing it with everybody else. And I say, yeah, my buddy wants to film me doing back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> but hard to tell people. But base, you're a trailblazer. You're not copying yeah. off everyone. Like Please. you're not growing the playoff beard. You're growing the Hulk Hogan pony. No, you're going to play off the playoff. <laughs> uh, you feel like that, it sounds a lot better, eh? You know, it'd be hilarious if Jill left him because of it. She was so disgusted <laughs> by him. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't let him see the kid. Face yeah. <laughs> never gets to meet his child. What if, what if face? What if face ends up all because like, Abel, all, all because Abel a fifteen second video of face doing a Hulk Hogan impression. <laughs> but what? You can't leave me yet, girl. I'm getting one hundred and seventy five dollars from each of them. Yeah. <laughs> but what if what if base what if base ended up liking it and that became his new look? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, this Christopher, this Christopher Lloyd look is really looking good. I mean, I, I I could see Jill, you know, at the photo shoot, and you know, when we put the bandana on you, I, I film you, I film you doing a leg drop, and then Ryan dyes it black and puts you in the Steven Seagal outfit. But once once you get the once you let it out of the ponytail and we dye it gray, that's when she, I think that's when she would have enough, and she's like, that's that's it, Dan. I'm out of here, Dan. No, you, you, you would leave the minute I said, "Can I keep the lab coat?" <laughs> I think that I think that would be the final straw. Seeing your hair long and gray. <laughs> I think I think we should just keep it long and gray. I think that's the best way. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> I aim in your head that that like his hair is his new persona. Like he's got the hair so he's gonna just he's gonna take on this whole his gimmick. Every every morning base is dying his roots gray. <laughs> he's, he's not even Dan Levy, he's no he's like no shred of base left. He's just he has just on the hair. Honestly, that would be a much easier way for base to live. You don't have to shave your head anymore. You just wake up, put that shit in a ponytail, like George, like George Carlin. Danny, you know what it would look like? It would look like Danny DeVito. Like, you're really telling me on this idea after all, aren't you? Uh, God, that's awesome. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't want to tell someone, it would be a better way to live. 
example. God, we got to set this up, base. Oh, that's awesome. This uh, is your life, base. So, so <laughs> last time we did a show, we were talking about um, how we talk shit about everyone. And it's funny because today I played basketball for the first time in, in like a super long time. And and within within 30 seconds of me agreeing to playing basketball today, I had five different text messages open of me talking shit to all these people saying like I'm going to school them and stuff. And then I knew this was going to happen. Within three minutes of me playing, I was like on my knees trying to catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the text messages were sent before you started playing? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I was texting. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go up to the 7th and drop you off at the 5th. And, like, just talking all this crazy shit, like, all oh, the hook shots, like, riding a bike, bitch. You know, you, you have no chance. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what else? Uh, you know, your mom was an astronaut. Like, I, I was saying all this stuff about, like, my game, like, how I was going to be in top form. And I, I literally yeah. got out there in three minutes. I was holding my knees trying to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny because I was I had five different conversations going with, all with people who weren't even going to play people I said hey do you want to play tonight and they're like oh I can't I'm like oh you're lucky because I'd school you anyway and all this stuff and then within 30 seconds I couldn't breathe <laughs> when was the last time you played I, I can't even remember like actually, you know what I realized? My game is the half court game, which is the half court game is the game that requires real skill. A full court game has nothing to do with skill. It's all about running. Hey, can I? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, listen to what you said, and, and like, just it's okay at some point to go. I got to work on my game. I just have to get my. I have to get the 360 degrees of my game back instead of now saying. Oh no, my game is a half court game. It is, which is, requires more skill. Abe, I promise you, the half court game does not require more skill. <laughs> no, but that's where you could display your skills. Like you can't just win a game in half court because you're fast. In the half court game, you have to have skills like I have, which include the hook shot, the reverse hook shot, and then the hook shot at the top of the key. But Abe, you just said you were you were you were gasping for air after three minutes, like. At that at that point, it might be okay to say, "I my game isn't what it used to be." No, instead I, of finding a new thing to call your fake game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even back in, in my prime, I couldn't breathe when I'd run up and down the court. It's my game, Sam. You know it. My game's only, like ask Sludge. I, I dominated Sludge on different courts. You don't have a game. <laughs> Why do you keep calling it my game? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the base. You know what's up. I've schooled you before. His, his hook shot is pretty mean, but I understand what you're saying. The half court game is really for fat, sloppy people who don't want to run an inch. Yeah, you don't have to run at all. Shot is only good when he's playing against me and you. He's playing against anybody with any talent. It's not good. Not in the half court it's, game. It's, I'll play Shaq. You stay in shape and play basketball when you only play half court and running up and down a court. But but the half court game is where you could display your skills. You have to be a real scorer. You can't just speed down the court and hit a layup. A half-court player like myself is a true skilled athlete. 
Because I have to display the hook shot and other skills I have in order you to... You know what you sound like? You sound like one of those great disgraced national politicians when they're running for mayor of a town of 12 and they're like, the local game was where you could really display your passions and your skills. It's a lie. <laughs> yeah. It's just a blatant lie. Exactly. It sounds like... It's like uh, like John Edwards getting back into being a, a you know, DUI lawyer or something. <laughs> I want to get back to DUI lawyering. Yeah, I was almost president, but I, I rediscovered my roots and found my true passion for getting people out of DUIs. <laughs> I want to get back. I want to get back to the DUI game. <laughs> But no one's fooled. I mean, I hey, what would happen in my first day doing this? And I did in eight years on the road with John Kerry. <laughs> hey, what would happen if you, like, I don't know, could you, are you capable of saying that you're not good at, like, are you good at, like, No, I suck, I, I suck at hockey. No, like, what about air hockey or foosball? I mean, do you have a game in those sports? No, 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 no. Basketball is my sport. But the problem is, with all the running... It takes away from the skill. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me ask you this. Okay, let me ask you oh Ryan, 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 let me ask you this, okay? If you took all the slobs, the best bowlers in the world, right, and mm-hmm. you made them run up and down the bowling alley before throwing the ball, you don't think that their scores would be different? Yeah, that's not a sport, but, but that's not part of the game. You're, you're changing the game to suit your, your physical, <laughs> your lack of physical prowess. I mean, it's a horrible example. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, in no world is running not part of basketball. I know, but I'm saying that for a true <laughs> – someone – see, I, I, I'm i a three-skilled player, they call me, because I can hit, hit it from anywhere. No, they, they, who's they? They don't the call experience. you that at all. I, you I, called yourself that only. I have a lot of inside – base knows all about it. I have the inside skills. I could do – I could score with either hand. I could do this and that. But the problem is that when you add in the running – This and that. On the back of Abe's card, there's a stat that says this and that, and you've got a hundred. <laughs> but honestly, Ryan, Ryan, you know, you know that you, you know that you can't touch me on the court. But in a full court game, you could just run past me and, and hit a layup. How is that even fair? But that's basketball. Like, I, I, that's what I don't understand, Abe. I, you and I used to play basketball all the time. Remember with that group, Yerky and. That's who I played with tonight. Do you want to start playing again Wednesday nights? Uh, where? The same I, place. Sounds... Same place. I was going to actually ask you, but I figured you were out. Like, with I thought you were pasting more hair on your dog. <laughs> yeah, tonight. Tonight, I would. not You know, I, I'm, I'm interested in doing that. Yeah, let's do it next yeah. next Wednesday at seven. That's when I. I can't believe that, dude. That felt like 15 years ago. It's the same group of guys. Uh, the only one left is Eddie V from Eddie and John Puff, and all people I don't know. <laughs> But that's wow. fine. But, that, but, but, but it doesn't. But, but it doesn't. Yerky moved to like California, so it's it's a, it doesn't matter, Ryan. I mean, it's not like it's not like you were friends with. Well, those I understand. Other... But my point is, when we used to play there, yeah, I mean, that was like above my pay grade. I mean, those guys were a little too aggressive for me back then. Yeah. And you, you were. Hey, I will not. I will never say that you can't go hard in the paint against me. I mean, you would you would beat me ten times out of ten. Yeah, but in, the, and that's my in, point. Yeah. When, when you're when you're a skilled when you, like I'm I'm just known for my scoring skills, right? So when you give me the ball, it's like watching a magician. But the problem is, once you add in all the running, I don't have <laughs> enough steam left to put up that hook shot. Yeah, but you're not adding in the running because the running is already added. 
I know, but my point is that if we if we could just go back to playing half court one on one games, I would be much better, and I, I'd probably I'd be I'd return to my dominance. Yeah. Well, have you looked into it? I mean, there's got to be a league for. I mean, you and I could just play. Regional, we, you and I like, could just play one on one at half court. <laughs> Yeah, we could. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. <laughs> you know what's funny, Ryan? When I walked into that gym today, there was a, a like a, you know the Ghostbusters sign with like the ghost with a bar over it. Yeah, yeah. There was one like that with a gun. <laughs> so it said like they, no, have those in the, they have those in the windows of Mar- Mariano's. I saw it yesterday. It said like no guns. So like yeah, that makes you feel really comfortable walking in when you see no guns. You know what I mean? It's like people obviously are always trying to bring guns into this basketball yeah, anytime game. There's a, anytime there's a sign up anywhere, that means that that thing has happened. Exactly. You're right. Because they don't put no guns if no one's ever brought a gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you wouldn't put up a sign that says no horses. If yeah. a horse has never walked into your store, I, I actually, I actually put it. I put it on my uh, on my Twitter at, at Abe Cannon on Twitter. Yeah, at Abe Cannon on Twitter and Instagram, I put that picture up. It's like it's 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 like a red bar over a gun. No guns, dude. That's honestly that's so crazy that you did. I I, I took that picture yesterday and just forgot to put it up. Oh, you you took oh you took a picture of it too. I did. Yeah, it's it's just something that like it's hard to get be comfortable when you see that. Cause yeah, I, I thought that was a sign outside the entrance of your apartment. <laughs> they should no. have one outside my apartment no. actually you're confusing that with all of the neon signs that say guns guns get your guns here <laughs> you know speaking of fat pieces not that i'm calling myself a fat piece of shit but i i sure seem like one today playing basketball have you guys ever seen barbecue pit masters I love that. Uh, no, no. It is the most disgusting, out of shape slobs you will ever see in your life. Cooking, what is it? it? It's it's a barbecue competition where they get these huge. It's awesome. It is. It's an awesome show. If you're like, I was watching it at two in the morning the other night. These guys are so fat that they can't even talk. They just like growl. Like like, got a good eating there. Some good eating there. Oh yeah, awesome. Oh, good hog eating there, man. Oh yeah. I mean, like, and one one guy, his, his name his name is like one guy's name is the like. One thing Stump. I was the was good eat there. Good that's what he. That's all he says. Some, this guy's name. His name is Stumpy or Stump, and he wears overalls. He's like five hundred pounds. He's like three foot nine. He's like, that's a good eating there, boy. That's good eating there. <laughs> Good eating, no more butter. And then he he takes a whole a squeeze bottle of butter. He squirted an entire squeeze bottle of butter on one slab of ribs. Yeah, butter. Everything good eating now. That sounds like a really enriching TV show. Base, how about it? How disgusting are the guys who cook that on that show? Uh, they are they are massive. They are all. And my favorite part is when they're being judged. And they tell him, going, oh, he's going to try my rib right there. That's the best. They yeah. go, you know, this rib was not very good at all. And the guy's like, you don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, oh, you don't know. Yeah, no, that's good eating. And, it's always like, and the judge is like, what's more than that? Well, you know, it's funny, Bass. Everyone so on the defense, hold on real quick. Their defense to this isn't a good rib is that's good eating there. <laughs> is that all they say? That's it. They can't talk. They're so fat. Is it like the Martians in Fraggle Rock? Just going. Like, 
<laughs> That's all they say. This guy, you should, you got, you got to watch it. There's a guy named Stump, and he, he, all he says, "There's guy get it done." And it's funny because there's this guy named Myron on there who's just what's it called? Myron, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set my TiVo right now. What's it called? There, okay, there's one show called Barbecue Pitmasters, and there's another oh, there's one multiple called, shows now. Yeah, and there's one called Barbecue Pit Wars, but it's pretty much the same show. But there, it's just like a spinoff of the other one. It's all the same guys. Just look for a guy named Stump. He wears overalls. He's. I'm sure you can just look it up on YouTube, Brian. Type in Stump Barbecue Pitmasters, and you'll see this guy. This guy with a, a gallon of butter. Oh, I gotta get that butter on there. That's they're, really they're a eating. sad reflection of our country. That just one show a week wasn't enough for America. We need to see those people in two separate shows. No, base. Isn't there yeah. like? Isn't there like five shows base about the Barbecue Pitmasters with that guy Myron? Oh, there's a ton. Yeah, but it's. I'm funny. looking at him right now. There's Barbecue Crawl, Barbecue Pit Wars. Yo, barbecue pit wars, pit, pit wars, and pit masters. Then there's another special barbecue pit masters, father versus son. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny on, on that show? The just fat guys make fun of the obese guys. So like, if you're just fat, it's almost like you're skinny on that show. Because like the the just fat guys make fun of the really fat guys. Like look at that stumpy there. Look like he's about to fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a good eating there. That's all Stump so says. I, is that oh, it's good eating there? Good eating. I have I have two episodes set to record. They're called one of them is titled Made in the USA, and the other one is titled Ribs, Ribs, and More Ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Those are awesome titles. I was watching that show the other night at two in the morning. I left my apartment and I bought two gallons of ice cream and whipped cream and chocolate. Just because I uh, wanted to eat, I didn't. I didn't even eat it when I brought it home. But it, it made me like I wanted to go buy something barbecue. But where you can get something barbecue at two in the morning? So well, I had to. You know, when you, when you watch, you guys ever watch like diners, drivers, and die? Yeah. Off food yeah. Network. It makes you really hungry. It does. It yeah. does. But I don't. I don't think at two in the morning I've ever decided to leave my apartment and try to get. Yeah, I just wanted something delicious because I was watching it and I'm like, God, that looks good. And then when that slob stump goes, oh, they're good eating now with some butter on there. I got to. And that has the opposite effect on me, Abe. Oh, you're just disgusted? Yeah. I mean, if I see a, a, like, a morbidly obese guy dipping, you know, everything in butter, <laughs> just mu- barely mumbling that's good eating there, <laughs> I don't want to eat. <laughs> I want to do everything I can to not, like to go in the opposite direction of him. Could you imagine? I, could you imagine how disgusting that guy's life is? He's always sweating behind a pit, making ribs and just eating. That's all. And, and his wife was bigger than him, and he she kisses I him. That, I gotta let it dream come true. <laughs> she always kisses him on the cheek and then rubs his head, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's how you do it now." <laughs> Oh my God! What an existence! And he and, and and this guy Stump, he can't even walk. So they have to like deliver the boxes to the judges. He always gives to her. He's like, "Off we go, off we go, go bring it over there." The judge over there. So like he's so big, he can't even bring a box to like ten feet to the judges. She has to do all the walking. And then he won once, and he couldn't go up one stair to get the trophy. You could tell that he was struggling. So they turned the camera over to that guy Tuffy, who was just like, "You won! You won! You won!" This sounds depressing, dude. I gotta be honest. <laughs> it sounds horrible. It, 
Yeah, nothing that you said makes this sound good. You want to talk about depressing. So after Barbecue Pitmasters was a show called Rewrapped with Joey Fatone as the host. And oh, it's horrible. I mean, they, on that show, it's like, we're going to remake the Twinkie. So then they make, no one even comes close to making a Twinkie. It always looks like shit. But yeah. Ryan and I were talking about this the other day. And, and every once in a while, I'll, I'll start laughing at when we played that clip of um, J.C. Chazé where he's like, Woo! Baby, 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 baby! And Ryan, Ryan said on the show that that was... It was at, hold on, hold on. It, it was at, for, for context, if anyone didn't hear it, it was after NSYNC reunited. Yeah. For, like, Timberlake allowed them to... For one minute. He basically told, he basically told security to let him be for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and they did Bye Bye Bye. And when the song was over, J.C. Chazé who apparently still had a live mic. Yeah. For sure. And you know, you know, Timberlake was probably going nuts. He's like, why the fuck was that mic live? Yeah. You were supposed to he cut the mics. That. As soon he as he said. He was doing yeah. down, by his, like, down by his side. <laughs> yeah. So, so Chazé said, baby, baby. And Ryan goes, that was his career Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> So anytime, anytime I see J.C. Chazé or Joey Fatone or any of the NSYNC guys, I always think about that comment being a career Hail Mary. And, and you just realize how pathetic Justin Timberlake is playing sta- literal football stadiums. He's he Justin Timberlake is our generation's Michael Jackson, right? He has to be. Yep. Yep. Those guys I have become. He when he's flipping channels at night. Like he's at home in his mansion, and he's flipping channels, and he has unwrapped on it. Joey Fatone's got his hand full of, like, squeaky cream. <laughs> <laughs> you think he, like, cries or he laughs? He probably and, then, and then when Rewrap goes to commercial, it's a commercial uh, in which Joey Fatone stars as the spokesperson for Bosley Hair Clinic. <laughs> I used to have a lot of hair when I was in his sink, but now, as you can see, I went bald, and, and check this yeah. out, and then he jumps no, in, the, no. in the pool. Is he really, no, are you making that up, or is he really in the... 100%, no. Wow. 100% serious. Wow. And, and he, said, he said he gets out of a pool. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes his head off. As you can see, flowing locks for, and then Timberlake gets so depressed, he changes the channel, and then you hear... This is Family Feud. I'm Joey Fatone. <laughs> yeah. Then he's like, fuck it, I'll put on Sirius. He's like, hey, this is Lance Bass on OutQ Radio. <laughs> Doing my night, my weekly night show. My, or my daily night show on, on, on OutQ. Ah, uh, forget it. I'm going to go to TGI Fridays and get a mudslide. Oh, Hi, shit. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'll be your waiter tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you like to sit at the bar? Yeah. Is Wait, that Justin? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you really think about that, the J.C. Chazé thing? I know, like, separate the career Hail Mary comment yeah. and, and just think about it. That's exactly what that was. It really that, was. That, oh it, yeah, it, guys! It couldn't have been anything else. It, I told Ape the other day. Like we were, we actually started talking about it more. It, in all of the performances they have ever done, like ever, I guarantee, promise you, he has never done that at the end of that song ever. <laughs> <laughs> like when he, when NSYNC, when NSYNC was dominating the charts, they were doing. 300 sold-out stadium shows a year. I mean, like, everything they they touched was, was perfect. 
I mean, for a couple years, they, they had they had it all. Do you honestly, can you honestly tell me that J.C. Chazé was adding a little extra English yeah. on the end of that? That, that extra run, <laughs> that extra run at yeah, the end no. for no reason? Yeah. He was too busy going un- underneath the stage to get his third outfit of the show put on him. Yeah. Like he had to speed he, down. he had to go down he had to go down a fireman's pole to get the outfit on in time to do girlfriend. He didn't worry about <laughs> doing that run. They needed to still wash carpenter jeans for girlfriend. Yeah. Make sure you put on the carpenter jeans, JC. He didn't he didn't stand in the middle of the stage and go, Baby, baby, baby <laughs> Woo <laughs> Yeah. It is funny that they literally gave in sync. Justin Timberlake did a twenty-two minute performance, and they gave in sync exactly one minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they disappeared under the stage, and you know that security ushered them out immediately. All right, guys. Oh, I promise, dude. They were asked for their pass like numerous times throughout that evening. They really—that's where they really got checked. Like <laughs> when they at at various points backstage. Just uh, probably half a dozen people asked him to see their past. Yeah. Or who they were with. But I don't even think they asked him. I think the security guard just ripped them off their necks as they were walking by. <laughs> He's like, all right, guys, you won't be needing these anymore and go out right here. And JC Chazé was still all amped up. He's like, no, man, I want to go out there and I want to do mirrors with Justin. Come on. <laughs> Justin's age, like, if you, if, you fucking, if you fucking go out there with a microphone, you're done. Justin might tour. Justin might let you guys open for him. He might do six songs with you guys on his 2016 tour. If you go out there, you're fucking done. Uh, and Kirkpatrick just made it back in time. His boss gave him 15 minutes on the concession stand, <laughs> and he made it back just in time. Kilpatrick had to lie and act like he sold all of his popcorn. So, like, it, the boss thought he was busy doing something. He had to go out of pocket and pay, like, $70. And that's a lot of money to Chris Kirkpatrick. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he went out of pocket and threw away his popcorn just to do bye-bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Like, when I, when I used to... I, I oh, I, my God. He's still paying for that to this day. Yeah. Yo, Justin, can I borrow $50, man? He goes, I got the 20 covered, but this is too much, bro. That's like two days of work. I had hey, Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick, you're five bucks short on the popcorn money. <laughs> <laughs> babe! And then he does his career Hail Mary. Babe, babe, baby! <laughs> Dreads, even when he's selling popcorn, he has the like the popcorn base fly with those dreads coming out of it. <laughs> oh, dude, absolutely! It's like um, the guy in Chris, the guy from Crisscross, Chris Kelly, who died yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah. Like a day before he died, people spotted him like talking to himself in a park, wearing his clothes backwards. Yeah. He's dead, when right? You have, yeah. When you have that thing, and it's apparent that it's never coming back, like. You just always do that thing. Like oh, if yeah. Jason Alexander thought that he could never get work, he wouldn't have bought that toupee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He would yeah. he would be George everywhere he went. You're right. Because that that was his only taste. <laughs> what a what a what a horrible guy to get a toupee, by the way. When everyone knows you as being bald, you can't just show up with a toupee one day. <laughs> And then, and then, and then he gets mad like if people bring it. Like he, he was, you know, his new TV show is the World Series of Poker. That's the only show he's on. So he just shows up there with a wig on. 
And like we're everyone, no one, no one, no one. No one <laughs> and that's what he was wearing. He has a glue on wig, and he goes, "Oh, I had her do it, so it looked like I was actually thinning, so it looks real." Uh but like you don't, you can't just show up like you're that. You're the last person who's fooling anybody. You don't have to just go, go all out. Get like a big fro. Who cares? Yeah, he should wear yeah. like an actual like you know like the wig that like Ted Danson yeah, wears or John Travolta showing us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why, why go for the realistic look? I mean, <laughs> the only people that wouldn't know are, like, under five. <laughs> like, people that wouldn't know are people who don't know who he is. So yeah, like, exactly. He could, he could go walk around Chinatown or something, and maybe he could walk around for a few blocks where someone's like, That's George Costanza! No, it wasn't, honey. He, no, George Costanza had less hair. It's like it's kind of like Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven actually played George Costanza in Seinfeld when they did the NBC TV show, and he was completely bald. He was completely bald, and even in the '80s movies he was in, he was balding. And now all of a sudden he has like a perfect full head of hair, and no one could bring it up. Like everyone's afraid. Like there's no interview you'll ever hear with Jeremy Piven where someone's like, "Hey, man." Uh, so, do you, did you get, like, hair club for men, or do you wear a wig? What do you do? Like, that's like... This interview's over. What's that? This interview's over. <laughs> that's, that's how abrupt it is, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of here! Fuck you! Well, that bald guy from Seinfeld would definitely not get the, the uh, role of entourage, so he had to get that hair. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. I mean, I, I don't blame him for doing it. I'm just wondering, like, why is everyone afraid to ask him? It's obvious. It's like if I showed up tomorrow with, um, you know, and, and let's say I showed up tomorrow with a six-pack, right? Wouldn't you be like, oh, Abe, did you get light? Like, if, if I, or if I, just, and to rub it in, if I was, if, if I showed up tomorrow to a, a barbecue with no shirt on and I had a six-pack, wouldn't you be like, I mean, would you just accept it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if I showed up with a flight of hair? Yeah, or with no shirt on. Yeah, like I'm walking around with no shirt on, just a, a greasy, <laughs> gleaming six-pack. Like a beautiful, perfect, ripped six-pack. You, you wouldn't say something. You would just that would just be. We have to just go along with. Oh, Abe, uh, yeah, don't say anything. Abe got liposuction. But Abe, and that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> there would be someone, and in this case, it would probably be Sam, who would know. You know, like he would be the ringleader, like, like cutting everyone off at the pass. To be like, <laughs> don't say anything, Abe. <laughs> just so you know, Abe <laughs> got a six pack this you got a six pack earlier this week, and it's like it's still a little fresh. So I don't know. Yeah. Just don't mention it. If, if he brings it up, that's fine. <laughs> don't bring it up. Hey, uh, the uh, Ryan. thing is, is that Abe has never once walked in anywhere with his shirt off. <laughs> he doesn't want to <laughs> when he comes out with his shirt off. I mean, and, yeah, yeah. and we can't say anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You're mad. laughs> We've been forbidden to speak about the fact that he has his shirt off and he is chiseled. Yeah. Like Sam, Sam sends out a group text to Bass and Ryan and it says like, oh, there, there's a chance that Abe might show up with no shirt on today. <laughs> just, so you, just so you know, don't, don't say anything. <laughs> that's funny. That's a funny fact. I mean, Abe at some point told him he was contemplating going with no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would mean that Abe gave Sam a heads up. Yeah. Oh, Sam, uh, as you know, I got... Coming, yeah. He was probably coming shirtless. <laughs> 
It's kind of, isn't it? Isn't that kind of like if, if you're, um, you know, if you're gay and you come out of the closet and you show up with your boyfriend holding his hand, or if you have a new girlfriend and you come to the barbecue with her or something? It's like, oh, Abe might be bringing uh, Tansy to the barbecue. <laughs> Not Abe. Abe might be coming shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how bizarre Jeremy Piven's hair is. Like, we just have to look at it and just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, no, 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 he, he's always had that. Just move along. Move along, little guy. Move along, little boy. We just have to, who decided with him and we just have to accept it? No one says <laughs> shit to him. And why is that? Like, you, you make it like it's this grand conspiracy. Like, everyone knows you can't ask Piven. We just have to accept it. It's true. because Avid's not like it. It, beyond this little circle and whoever's listening to this laughing, like it's generally not as entertaining of a topic as anything else he's up to. I mean, the reason no one asks is because no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you're George Costanza and you show up to the World Series of Poker with a wig on and no one even brings it up. Like they're just like, oh. oh keep going with a wig. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, and he's doing, and all he does at the World Series of Poker says, "Don't make George angry. Don't make George angry." He's doing Seinfeld lines the whole time. How are we not supposed to think about that fucking bald head? <laughs> uh, Aretha Franklin wears a wig, right? Like, <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. No, like Whitney Houston wore a wig. I mean, like, they're, they're a wig. Like, Elvira wears a wig. Yeah. Beyonce wears a wig. <laughs> you keep calling Costanza's, like, two inch by two inch piece of, like, goat hair a wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, God, that's funny. Uh, a couple of. Oh, Ryan, what did you think about my text earlier this week when I said, hey, Ryan? I learned how to play mirrors on my guitar. You're the only person who would appreciate this, so I sent you a text. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's a double, it's a double-sided text. You know, I mean, I think that's pretty cool, and I would like to hear it sometime, but I also know... You want to hear it? That, that means... Oh, boy, he has the guitar. Why are you playing like a Neil Young song? I don't want to lose you now. Come on, Ryan. Another part of me. The only thing that's left in my heart <laughs> is a space. Oh, nice. Come song. on, Ryan. Show me how to live for now. And I tell you, baby, it was easy. Come on, Ryan. This is exactly this is actually worse than I worse than I feared. Are you missing a string or something? No, I'm not. No, never mind. I'm still going. There you go. There's a little. That was that was really bad. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure it sounded good in person. I I put it on speaker so Laura and Prince could hear it. I just wanted to do a little something for Prince. But it is funny. It, it is weird that I learned how to play a Justin Timberlake song on my guitar, and the only person I text is Ryan. Like, oh, Ryan, you're the only one who will appreciate this. And then afterwards, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, that was kind of weird. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't think anything. Between you and I, I thought nothing weird of it. I just, I like, after I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'd love to hear that. 
immediately I was like, aww. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought of a, like, actually, I thought of the process of him getting there. You know, like, yeah. But he, he, he was at that point where, like, everything else had been done that he maybe wanted to do, so he'd learn the chord progression to mirror. It just seems like the last. The last activity before you hang yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do when you literally have done everything else. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, I'll sometimes I play my guitar and I walk. That guy, we actually have him on the show, like guy Marty Schwartz, and he gives less. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I could just look up how to play songs, but he does it so easy. So I'll be watching one of his videos, like, you know, like a Beatles song or something. And then he'll be like, oh, you want to learn how to play mirrors? And I'm like, yeah, why not? And then I learn how to play mirrors and I realize only Ryan likes it. So then I'm in this pickle where who am I going to play it for? Except for Ryan only. Have you ever thought about giving guitar lessons? Uh, No. Why do you want to learn? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you know enough people where you could actually do like a little side venture. People would, you could, I don't know, people would pay to have you teach them guitar. Yeah, maybe I'll start doing that. What should I charge yeah. per lesson? $30? I have no idea. I took two guitar lessons in my life. I was 14, and my guitar teacher, his name was Mike, he would he would come in and go, all right, get plugged in, work on the blues scale, I'm going to go eat and hold up a cigarette and then never come back. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of teacher is that? I don't know. I don't know, but I, that's why I only went twice. I think we paid him $60 for an hour, and he was, like, outside, like, obviously smoking and, like, trying to finger-bang someone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever guitar teachers do. What's up with that? Like, when you're, when you're paying for a service and people start saying stuff like, let me go eat, no. You're, when you're on my time, that means you cannot eat. Eating's not in the cards today. And and if you're gonna go smoke, let's be upfront about it and be like, I'm gonna go have a cigarette and I will be right back. Don't don't get cute and hold up the cigarette like that's your dinner. I'm not in the mood. Yeah, you're already offending me. Don't try to make a joke out of it. <laughs> exactly. Um, Daddy's gonna go eat. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> Why would you need to eat during the Ryan Mano once a week lesson? Like you see this guy yeah. once a week, he's paying you thirty dollars to get a guitar lesson, and you decide, oh, this is a good time to eat. But hey, by eat he means cigarette. Like he didn't even mean food. He literally that was code for I'm gonna go smoke this cigarette and probably ten more. <laughs> <laughs> but but While he, you fumble through the blues scale and just fail with your feeble little weak fingers <laughs> <laughs> those gimp fingers but he thinks yeah. but he thinks that you're buying it so in his head he he thinks like oh ryan's gonna be like oh cool he's going to, but, but he's, he's probably gonna get a quick blt time. real quick if if bruno mars walked in and like it was clear that he was gonna know his way around the, the neck of a guitar i don't think mike would hold up a marlboro red and say <laughs> mike he's gonna go eat like you sit down and pay attention i mean it's it's based completely on the, the first impression. Yeah, like your easy, like, your easy money. He knows that. Oh my god! That, that Gary yeah. Mano is going to come in with the checkbook either way. Yeah, I mean, he could have probably said like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this lesson was extra intense, so it'll be twice. I'm gonna charge you double tonight." Yeah, but we learned a lot, right, brother? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Dad, I, I did. He taught me uh, a B flat. <laughs> oh, great, Ryan. 
<laughs> you want to play it for your dad? Hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, you know what, Gary? Ryan also needs a new guitar case. He's using that... that uh, he needs a hard shell. It'll be two fifty. Luckily, I sell one here. Yeah, just take mine. Just take mine. But I'll sell it to you. Know vintage is more. So give me three hundred for it. I, I know they're one hundred new right there. Get, if you give me three hundred, I'll give you this vintage case. Is that cool, bro? You you, you really think uh, he needs it, Mike? Yeah, brother. That's a great salesman. He tells you that the new one is two hundred percent flat. Bro, bro, if you knew if you knew where this case has been around the world, then then as Ryan's walking out, you see Mike taking one of the new cases and putting his guitar inside. <laughs> Ryan turns around, but he's afraid to say anything to his dad. <laughs> you just, you just, isn't it the best when you're a little kid and you catch people doing fucked up shit from the corner of your eye and you, you can't really say anything to your parents? Like you walk out, you see Mike fingering someone. Like you can't tell your dad. Hey, look! <laughs> like, oh my god, he's going to arrive left. Immediately, yeah. He just thinks you see him put a hundred dollars in the register and taking the new case and putting two hundred in his wallet. <laughs> Imagine what kind of caliber woman is on hold for 60 minutes from some, like, mess-face-looking guy named Mike being like, right, let me finish up with this twink and then I'm going to finger you. Who's <laughs> 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 waiting for that? <laughs> okay, just, Mike, I'll be right here. Yeah. Don't worry, Mike, I'll hang out by the register. <laughs> Just Ryan go do your thing. Smells like Mike's uh, guitar room when he gets home with that case. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Mr. Mano, if you knew where this this case been all around the world, then your dad like gives Mike five or something. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> gotta believe it. Oh my god! You like that case, Ryan? You, you you kept telling me you wanted it, right? And then you have to agree with them, even though you never he, asked. You never case. said it once. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, hey little guy, you like my case, right? You said you really wanted it. It's kind of like he kidnaps you and he's like making you do shit you don't want to do. <laughs> Tell your dad how much you like my case, Ryan. <laughs> what did we say that you were going to tell your dad about digging with a soft case? You can't do it, right? Isn't that what we said? You have a $300 case with a $75 like uh, Carlo Robelli guitar. <laughs> Did you guys see the guy who won America? I, I haven't watched American Idol in many years, and I saw I, I follow Paul Stanley on Instagram. So, so I saw that I saw that Kiss were on American Idol. So I watched it. The I, I watched it on YouTube, and he was performing with the, the guy's name's like Caleb Johnson. He looks like a, a mixture of like Chris Farley, Danzig, and like Rob Ford. Have oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that show in many years. He well, he looks like Meatloaf. That's who he really looks like. If you watch American Idol, because he's actually a good singer, so I started watching all his performances. All they do on American Idol now is they have J-Lo looking super hot, and they keep flashing back and forth between the slob singing, and then they show J-Lo looking super hot. And I think that's how they get ratings now, is you just basically show J-Lo the whole time just looking hot. Yeah, I don't think that show got a lot of ratings. Uh, This is the first time I've even heard what the American Idol winner looked like. I think I mean, but that's their new formula, obviously. And if you watch that show, 
This guy, he looks like a miniature meatloaf, and J-Lo had a look on her face like she wanted to bang him every time he sang a song. And doesn't that doesn't that give you inspiration? Like, if you're someone disgusting like this guy, I mean, he's fat, he looks like meatloaf, you know, if you if you can't get girls or something, shouldn't you develop a skill like him? Because if you look at J-Lo, who looks hotter than ever, like, with that look on her face like she just wants to go molest him... Shouldn't that inspire, like, disgusting people to try to do something, like, learn a skill, like guitar or singing or something? Yeah, but I think, yeah, I guess. I think also the the carrot at the end of the stick of American Idol, like, some, you know, millions of dollars and being set for life is probably just as much of a, a motivator as trying to screw Jennifer Lopez. Well, no, that's true, but, you know, most people can't do that. So at least those guys, they might be able to find a girl that way with, with some kind of skills. Because, like, I mean, look at some of the, the music artists, like um, CeeLo Green. Yeah. I mean, without his skills, you think he'd ever get laid? Yeah, but I mean, what, didn't he just, like, barely get acquitted for putting stuff in girls' drinks last year? <laughs> but see, that's, he's going back to his old, he's going back, he's going back to the shit he used to do before he was famous. And, and that's why he got caught up. He for, it kind of like Aaron Hernandez when Aaron Hernandez used to kill people was you know back in the day he forgot that now he's rich and in the NFL he doesn't need to kill every guy he meets at a club. I had this conversation with Laura about Chief Keith a couple weeks ago. What did he do? No, I mean just in general, like you know he's like on the verge of success. You know he's got like some interest, got some hot joints with people, and he just can't like. He was, like, on probation, just got out of jail, and the first order of business was to post a picture on Instagram saying, "Got to, already got to handle some business, and it's, like, eight guns. Can't <laughs> 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 you just stop it? Like, why can't you just stop? Just just stop. You have you have it. You have this. This is your exit. You're looking at the exit. Well, yeah. as, a, as a rapper, I understand this. As a rapper, I understand the street cred. Aaron Hernandez, I don't understand it at all. Yeah, but Chief Keefe just he just got out of jail, and then right away he's like, yeah, like Ryan said, it's like you know, <laughs> oh, I, 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 I've done been meaning to uh, creep up on this homie for but a hot minute, and then he yeah, shows like but three he's, guns. But he's, supposed, but he's supposed to be a gangster rapper, so that kind of makes a little sense. Well, I understand, but but you can do that. You can sort of communicate that without like. Breaking the crime. Like, without, like, uh, yeah, putting yourself in a position to go right back to prison. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Chief Keefe, uh, we saw your Instagram photos. You're going back to jail for 10 years. Oh, snap. I was playing. <laughs> Couple things before I let you guys go. Um, how many, when you guys shower, how many, do you guys use loofahs or wash rags? I'm sure Basie uses a wash rag, so I won't even ask him. I loofah, baby. You do? Okay. Oh yeah. How about you guys? You guys use loofahs? Yes. Ryan? Uh, I go back and forth. I don't have like a. It depends. To be honest, it depends on how dirty I am and what I'm trying to clean. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> like the other day, I was out in our garden. Yeah. Like uh, digging up weeds and shit. That's a loofah scrub or like a pumice stone or you know something, something intense. I mean, if I just like, I don't know, if I went. Went out to get the mail and it was ninety degrees. I'm probably not going to loofah. Okay, when you do use a loofah, do you guys use one loofah for everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Okay, because I've yeah. I've always used two loofahs, one for the show parts, you know, the the face. God, you're weird. No, listen. And the one show part. Yeah, like your face, arms, neck, <laughs> everything that's always clean. You know what I mean? I call the those show parts. <laughs> I, I don't think a loofah to my face. Oh, you don't? No, I don't wash my face. Are you crazy? No, I don't. I, that would that would not hurt. Rubbing a loofah all over my face. Oh, what do you use? Like sandpaper loofahs? Yeah, base. What kind of loofah do you have? <laughs> I don't. I don't rub my face with it. It just kind of put it up a little soap my head and give it a good once over. There's some base, that's, ex, that's how you exfoliate. Yeah, that's, that's how exfoliate. you spray. Well, yeah. no, but the, there's face soap that has like exfoliators already in it. I, don't I know, but you need something. You need something to scrub. It. Into your face, you can't just wipe. Oh, no, the there's soap. actual face soap where there is like a there's like there's exfoliator little beads in there. You just use that. But you know that you're in control of the pressure, right? Like <laughs> well, you I can't control. I can't control my own your face. You don't have to scrape your face like you're sitting on the floor. <laughs> you know, like an old Native American woman like, grinding corn. No. Sorry, I'll, I'll, take it, I'll take it easy on my show parts. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I use two, one for the show parts and then one for the ass and all that other stuff, right? But yeah. it's weird if you think about that you guys use the same loofah on your face that you do in your ass, right? Not really, because you keep washing it. As you're using it, you, you keep applying soap. But, 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 but a, loofah, it. a loofah sits there, though. It's not like a wash rag that goes in the washer every time. A loofah gets used, and then even when you clean it, there's still probably ass remnants on the loofah, right? Mm, I don't know. I, I think the shower is, like, the rules of, I, I just feel like different rules apply in there. So, what I was going to say is that I've I've recently moved. It was a piece of paper, Abe. If you weren't in the shower, it was a piece of paper. And, like, it was a handkerchief that you used to wipe your ass, and then you hung it up on a hook and used it, like, to get crumbs off your face. Yeah, it'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> But the addition of soap and water changes the rule. But what I was going to say is that I've recently moved to three loofahs. God. And one one is exclusively based for the face. Because I was thinking about I was just thinking about this the other day because I was using one loofah for everything except for my ass and, and, and uh, you know, uh, penis area. Stick area. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So now I have one. For my fa- for exclusively what a, my- what a weird ritual. Can you? I'd like to see. I'd also like to see a video of that shower with sensors. You want to see a video of me showering? Well, no. Like I said, I want to. See <laughs> I don't want to see any videos of me showering. I don't want to see the show part. But yeah. I just want to see the look on your face as you're trying to determine which loofah is for what body part. Well, no. I I just recently flipped it where I only and I was thinking about. Uh, here's what I always think about, and and I, I get into fights with people all the time who don't. You know, like this guy doesn't even have three pieces of silverware yet. He has three loofahs. Yeah, he eats off of boxers. He has, yeah, that's fun. He put, he put three loofah hooks in. No, well, I have I have one on the shower handle, one on the bathtub handle, and then one on the side. So each one is for a different part. But what I th- I always think about this because I I get into fights daily with people who don't want to use wipes for their ass, and I always say this. Mm-hmm. I say that's a problem, but continue. <laughs> I say this, if I shit on your arm right now, or if I shit yeah. in your hand, would you be content mm-hmm. taking a sheet of toilet paper and wiping it off, or would you go in deeper and wash your hand, right? Yeah. Why is it just accepted to have a bunch of shit come out of your ass, smear on the sides of your ass, and then you're just content wiping it down with dry paper? If I shit on the carpet, you would never do that. You would spray it with something, right? <laughs> 
I mean, it makes no sense. So I tell people you have to use wipes anyways. So that's why I moved to a third loofah. Because I want one only for my face, one for everything else, and then a third one for just the ass. Because I don't want I don't want to mix the ass with anything else. Right. Right. Isn't that, what, isn't a real, that, what a real piece of work you are. No, but isn't that smart? I think Ryan would agree. I, it's not so I wouldn't go to those ex, those extremes, but I I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, I would I don't it's like um I don't know, like I don't like my food to touch. Yeah, you know, there you go. Like it, it, it's one of those personal things where it's not that hard to figure out why. You, you know, even if you don't subscribe to it, it's, it's not far-fetched for me to assume that you wouldn't want your ass loofah to touch your face. But all three of you guys wash your ass and face with the same loofah. So you go ass to face, like ass to mouth, right? <laughs> Wait, hang on. We've been, we've been asked to mouth and ATMing ourselves for years. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys at least do you guys at least loofah your face before your ass, or do you go ass and then face? No, ass is last. Ass is always last. Always last. There you go. If you're yeah. if you know in your head that the ass has to be last, that means that your face is following the ass the next morning. No, because you, you put on a fresh thing of soap and you wring it out, so it should be fresh. It's not fresh. It, it should be washed. It should be rinsed. But Abe, who's getting in the shower caked to shit? I mean, what, like, I, I, I like to think that when I take a shower, I'm not like, I don't, I'm not power washing like years of build up. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of shit coming off on my loofah. Well, not not shit, but just the fact that it's in your ass. I I just don't like mixing. I don't want to mix the face and ass, so I've moved to a third loofah. Yeah. Baller status. Well played. <laughs> I do recommend getting three loofahs. couple more things. Um, what's with people who have dramatic goodbyes with friends they see all the time? Like, there's this gay dude and this chick. Every time I'm out and they're out, when they say goodbye to each other, it's like... I love you so much. They hug. You're the great. You're so special. You're you're the greatest person. What's with the like? If I saw Sam tomorrow, I barely even say bye to him. Like I was like, all right, later. What's with the dramatic goodbyes? And tons of people do this. Uh, I I can't answer. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I mean, is it is it just with the gay dudes, or are you talking no, everyone? No, girls do it all the time. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, I love you. You're 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 my favorite friend. I, they hug and they Who do this. Who do you hang out with? Who are these? I have people? never seen this active display ever. It's just it's not I even mean, it's not even who I hang out with. I hang out with Abe, but most of those people are not known for their courteous gestures and goodbyes and hello. I'm saying if you're ever with girls or, or... <laughs> they're all they're all kind of mutants like you. <laughs> no, but you'll see this all the time. It doesn't even have to be you're out with them. You'll you'll notice it going on. I love you so much. You're the greatest. Blah blah blah. They're hugging each other. It's like they're almost crying when they're saying goodbye. It's like, hey moron, aren't you guys hanging out tomorrow? Oh yeah. Yeah, but hey, Abe, on the other hand, I mean not everyone has to peel out of the parking lot they're in and yell <laughs> later queers. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with those people? There's probably like a middle ground. (laughs) Last thing. Uh, I got one more thing from a listener that I want to bring up at the end, but is there anything worse than the lunch crew at work? 
There's always one crew who all their whole day at work where they're getting paid to work is based on getting lunch. And they think they're like, hey, Sam, you know what I'm talking about. You work in offices. It's like, oh, oh, we're going. We're, what are we doing today, guys? Pot bellies, pot belly. Let's go to pot belly. It's like, don't you ever, don't you ever work? Yeah, like, but like, I mean, you have to understand a lot of people don't have jobs as fun as you, Abe. A lot of people don't get to talk and get paid for it. So if you have a very boring office job, lunch is the one thing that everyone can relate to and enjoy. And it's but but it's not everyone. It's not, every there, there's always a lunch crew. There's like you know, there's Ryan and there's Igor and there's Melody and they every right, day. Everyone likes lunch. It's just everyone in offices likes lunch. It's usually the best part of your day. It's just some people take it to an extreme level, I guess. But then there's like the cool, they think they're the cool crowd. It's like they always go together and like they plan it all day. And it's always the laziest fucks in the whole office who do this. Like right 9 a.m. What's for lunch today? What are we doing? What are we doing for lunch? We can get apple pie tonight. It's weird. Remember when I uh, was working at Celeb TV for a while? Yeah. Was the only place I really ever encountered that, and it was it was a very harsh adjustment. I'd never met a group of people. I thought for a minute I was like, "Am I? What's wrong with me that I'm not that excited about lunch?" <laughs> like, um, and they almost get offended. Oh yeah. Oh, you don't want to go. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay, whatever. Right, okay. Personally, I look. I've always I've always looked at any sort of break in a day uh, or lunch as like, oh, I can get the hell away from everyone. Yeah, you know you, I mean? yeah like, you, you'll sit in your car and text me during your lunch or something. I, yeah, I'm I, actually one of those people you guys are talking about. Only I was never part of a crew. Like, I had office jobs where I would spend half of the first four hours on Yelp researching places for lunch. <laughs> I was by myself. Yeah, but you go by uh, yourself. This is the crew. Right, but like, I, was a, I was one of those lunch people. Like, base, I base, remember? remember I, I spent I my entire time looking at lunch, and after lunch, I spent my entire day thinking about dinner. But base, remember Brian that we used to work with, and he's like, "What's what's for lunch today, fellas?" What's for lunch? Yeah, and, 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 and so we go to lunch with him. He would take so long. I think I want dessert. I think I want pie. Yeah, like a three-hour lunch in the middle. Who who eats that heavy every day during and, lunch? And it was always the same place every day. Yep. So where are we going for lunch? Uh, let me guess. We'll talk about it for ten minutes and end up right back at Kinsey Chop House <laughs> with you debating between the Kinsey Burger or, or the, the prime rib sandwich. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, we'd bring up every other place. And he would just shoot down. Nah, just that Jimmy yeah. John. Hey, you know what we haven't had in a while? Kinsey. Yeah. Yeah. We've been to Kinsey Chop House in one day. <laughs> well, should we go again? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Just think about all the money that's wasted by the lunch crews. Like every day they're spending thirty dollars on lunch. Like I mean that adds up. That's like seven thousand dollars a year on lunch. Yeah, I don't eat lunch. You don't eat lunch? No, I stopped eating lunch. I, you're, I like, you're like you're like Michael Douglas in Wall Street. Lunch is for losers. <laughs> I, for, dude, honestly, it slows me down. Like I I actually had to go to a lunch the other day, and it was in the dark. <laughs> bar or restaurant the rest like two days after that were ruined because of it <laughs> like i just felt tired and my face felt heavy it's true i felt sick i ate i ate a subway sub before i played basketball today and it felt like it was sitting on my chest the whole time well, that's just stupid though i mean one thing going back to an office and sitting for four hours to eat a whole sub foot long sub and then play trying to run up and down a court is just stupidity no wonder why you're working on your half-court game. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. 
Sam, when you when you take the people uh, at your work to lunch, do you tell them you're treating them to lunch? Like I've did, never taken anyone to lunch. Like you did with me with the ice cream cone? <laughs> yeah. Only, that was the only time I ever treated was buying you a cone. That was it. What, Ryan, why were we talking about that the other day? Like, uh, I saw a vanity plate that said, my treat, and I know Abe has always hated that phrase. Oh, that's right. So I sent it to him. I just sent him the picture, and he goes, is that Sam? <laughs> 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 Because Sam, Sam goes, oh, uh, hey, Abe, I'll treat you to ice cream. Like, you're not really treating me. You could treat me to a bag of money. That would yeah. be a treat. Probably never, never to buy you ice cream again. No, I mean, Sam, you're exactly right. This is, and I told Abe, even, I said, because he's like, oh, yeah, I don't want your shitty ice cream cone. And I'm like, you're the only person who, when someone offers to purchase them ice cream, <laughs> Like can still be an asshole. <laughs> it's the word. I mean, just, it's the word. Just treat. shut the fuck up. Just once, just shut the fuck up and eat the ice cream. You know what I mean? Like you can, in your head, be like, "Oh, what a douchebag!" But like, yeah, but then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know why, Ryan? Because then, as soon as I take the first lick, Sam's like, "Aren't you going to thank Rachel for the ice cream?" <laughs> yeah, never mind. And then, and then, as I'm putting it in my mouth, you see them like they're like, "Look at him." They're like both smiling. Like, oh, look out! Like a tear comes down Sam's eye. Look at him. Like, um, I picture the dad in a Christmas story. Yeah. Like when he's watching Ralphie fill the BBs in the gun. <laughs> that's exactly. That's how Sam looks at me when I'm eating. Well, yeah. For me, it's always. I always enjoy watching my retarded brother enjoy the simple pleasures. <laughs> always, it was just like he did when he was five. Nothing's changed. An additional two hundred pounds. I, th- I think it's, it is funny. <laughs> it is, honestly, it is funny that like. Just the, the ignorance, like, in between licks of this free ice cream cone, you're texting me, like, what an asshole Sam is, and you just devour the ice cream cone. And if you had any principle, you would put the ice cream down and go wait in the car. I know. It's just the word treat. Like, to me, a treat is something... No one, I, you know, I, 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 we're really sorry about that. Hey, me and Rachel are treating. Me and Abe. And, and then he has to tell everyone, too. Oh, yeah, me and Rachel treated Abe to ice cream. <laughs> That's not even true. Yeah, it is. You'll come into mom's house. You'll be like, oh, uh, we, we treated Abe to ice cream. Yeah, we treated. <laughs> oh, God. Last thing, right. I, I think we're going to do this every show because I got a tweet from Clint Tom. Oh, every show we're going to say we're going to say last thing for 45 minutes? No, this, 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 oh, okay. this really isn't. Oh, okay. and, and by the way, we only do this. Well, first of all, it's fun. But. We have so many listeners that are very loyal, and, and we want to thank you guys. And speaking of loyal listeners, happy birthday to Jay the Gay. I know it's Is today his birthday? Yeah. I, mean, I, I, have, uh, I have the whole month circled on my very calendar. Good. I just wasn't sure. I think Jay the Gay's birthday is tomorrow, so Jay the Gay, happy Jay, birthday. Jay, this show is our treat to you. Yeah. <laughs> We're treating you to this show. <laughs> We're treating Jay the Gay to this show. But anyways, <laughs> I, I, I got a tweet, and we're going to do this every week. So send your tweets and tell us. What you want us to talk about? Because I, I think this is a good idea. Clint Thomas tweeted, "Hey Abe, would love to hear you guys rip on Pawn Stars again sometime. Anything from Rick's ashy elbows and bloody cuticles to Chumley's nuclear white chiclet teeth." Coo. Uh, <laughs> so, if you want us to talk about something, just send a tweet, and we'll we'll do it at the end of the show. So, guys, before I let you guys go, let's talk about Pawn Stars. <laughs> Have you guys watched it lately? I can't. I mean, I. I no. No, I can't. I mean, Chumley. I've never watched it. We, we talked about this. Before. I've never watched it either. Chumley got the biggest, whitest teeth, and and he only did it because that's the way morons think. Like when you're a moron and you come from, 
you know, no money, you think everything has to be as big and shiny as possible. So he would get the biggest rims, and he wants the biggest teeth. <laughs> Is that what he's eating? He wanted the biggest teeth. Yeah, uh, I, I need the biggest that teeth. Game. And, and now, now his lisp is like 15 times lispier because those huge teeth get in the way of his tongue now when he talks. They are. I, I, I said this before. They, they honestly look like like thought-off piano keys. <laughs> Chumley, you're an idiot, Chumley. Isn't that more? Yeah, what are you? <laughs> what you doing, Chumley? What you doing with that bucket of water right there, Chumley? That's for the flowers. Yeah, there's a bucket All of right, water Chum. for no reason. All right, Chum. You think you're so tough? Design our new work uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, and then at the end, the the logo's on the back and on the inside or something. Yeah, and it just says oh, Chumley on the front. We said logo on the front, you dummy. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> is is there is there a worst acted reality show than Pawn Stars? I mean, no, and, they, and there's not a worse combination of things. Like the the meat of that show, I find incredibly interesting. Like yeah, the history I like it. of these pieces, and it's like um, it's like putting like uh, like Mr. Wizard and Mr. Bean in the same. <laughs> you, know, like, you go from learning to just fucking retarded in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the disparity yeah. of like what you get from that show is there's nothing else like it. Like I never watch Pawn Stars. Like the only thing that keeps me going is when they go to commercial before they tell you how much money they're going to give you for this rifle. That keeps me there. Not when Chumley's like, "Ah, uh, I lost, I lost that car that we bought yesterday, Rick." And now <laughs> yeah. we gotta, like yeah. that. That doesn't. If, if the whole show is just the good right. part, I would watch it all yeah. the time. But those storylines are the most ridiculous yep. storylines. Rick, Rick, where you put my coffee pot, Rick? I don't know. Uh, Chum had it. We have security footage you of Chum dancing with it. You idiot, Chumley. That wasn't a coffee pot. That was a drum. <laughs> well, don't put it next to the drums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess. Uh, I, think, all right. I think that's enough. Alrighty. So, uh... If you want the episodes the second they come out, subscribe on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Abe Cannon. You guys want to uh, give your Twitters and such? Ryan Mano, M-A-N-N-O. Base? All base on air. B-A-S-S on air. Sam? Sam underscore Cannon and on then, Twitter. And then go to AbeCannon.com. All the episodes are there. And we'll holla. Peace. All right. See ya. Peace out. Let it.